This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. It's time for the Heat to escape from Miami with a dub. Let's get into it. Game four, NBA Finals tonight. Not on South Beach in Miami. Nuggets up two games to one in the series. Nuggets laying three and a half points. Nuggets minus 165 on the money line. The Heat are plus 140. Total set at 210 and a hook. These totals keep going down. Chelsea, I think we are both on the Nuggets tonight because it seems like when they asserted themselves back in Game 3, the Heat didn't have an answer, and I'm not quite so sure they're going to have an answer for the rest of the series. Right. I think the MapQuest directions, if you printed them out (laughs) for the Miami Heat, would say two things. It would say, number one, continue to play good defense because I'll say that about the Miami Heat. They've done a pretty solid job on the defensive end, Mm -hmm. limiting one of the best offenses and all of the NBA to some pretty low scoring totals. But number two, and most importantly, do not miss this one. You gotta make your three pointers. That has been the difference for the Miami Heat. And that's why I feel like they've gone on this run in the postseason because a team that was not hitting their threes in the regular season all of a sudden turn it on. And it's not super surprising because they have a lot of three point shooters on their roster. But still, the game in which they won, the single game in the series that they have won, They shot 48% from the three-point line, and that is the only leveling factor that I can find that puts them on par with what the Denver Nuggets can do at the top end of their potential. So I think that's it. Play good defense, hope Mm -hmm. that your threes go in, and hope that the Denver Nuggets are not operating on the level that we all know they can. I think the one thing that's scary if you're the Heat is that the Nuggets just dominated with the two-man game. As we know, it was just Jokic, Murray, Jokic, Murray, Murray, Jokic, Murray, Jokic. They didn't need anybody else. Now, they certainly got contributions. Aaron Gordon was nice early on. Brown came in, and he was exceptional off the bench. But imagine the Nuggets where everyone is on their best game. Like Michael Porter Jr., Mm -hmm. he hasn't really been a factor in this series. KCP was great in the previous series. Not necessarily disappearing in this one, but the Nuggets haven't necessarily gotten the all-around contributions from their team. They're the much deeper team here. We haven't seen that from them. So to me, even though the Nuggets played their best game in Game 3, imagine if they get contributions from those other guys that have contributed throughout the season. Exactly. Exactly. Imagine if they get something 
from Michael Porter Jr., who has basically been a void for most of the NBA Finals after having a pretty nice postseason. I think for me, the bottom line is, like you said, if the Nuggets play a clean game and play to the level of their potential, this game won't be close. And here is a very uh, important trend to know if you're betting on this game. Because I think you look at this spread and you say, okay, three and a half points. Is there a chance mm-hmm. that this game is close? Maybe you think that the Heat don't win, but at least they cover. Well, history says no. It's been a very overwhelming trend in the NBA Finals, brought to my attention by Ralph Michaels of Wager Talk. In the NBA Finals, with a line of six or less, the winner is a perfect 100 against the spread since uh, 100% against the spread since 2007. 73 0 and 2 against the spread. The winner in the NBA Finals games, covering the spread Ooh. with a line of six points or less. So basically, what that is telling you is you pick the winner here. If you like the Heat, you take them on the money line, plus 140. If you like the Nuggets, you take them on the spread, minus the three and a half. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I am tempted to take the nuggets on the money line. Minus 165. Is that too expensive of a price? for a money line bet on Denver. I know we say on this show, and I'm trying to get away from this. You have to be careful. And we've always set this sort of arbitrary number, right? Well, we don't want to go, we don't go over minus 150. It's too expensive, but that's not necessarily so. If I really like a bet, I'm going to get into this mentality where it's hard to do because you don't want to go crazy with money line bets. But if I like a bet and I think there is value, I'm willing to lay a little bit heavier juice than I used to. I want to be smart about it. But Nuggets minus 165, I feel like based on that statistic you mentioned and what we've seen from Denver, I kind of like Nuggets on the money line. I might put a sprinkle on that. I'm thinking about it. But, Jenks, did you hear what I just said? The winner is 73-0 and against the spread. Based on that stat, you should take the spread. But I don't – here's the thing. I know you're right. <laughs> you're conservative. I know you're right. And I know you're right. I am being a pansy <laughs> here. Let me ask you this though, and this is—I don't think it's going to happen. So I, that's a—that's a trend you 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 have to play. But the Heat are such an outlier, such an outlier that it—that I just don't know what the Heat. They've stunned me all playoff long. I will say this: if there is a team that's going to break this streak, and of course it's probably going to hit. I think it's Miami because we've never seen an eight seed with the exception of the Knicks in 1999 make it thus far. We've never seen an eight seed win this many games in the postseason. I just don't know. I'm probably talking myself out of an obvious play. It just feels like to me, as much as I love the Nuggets, the Heat are one of those teams that you can't really put them in a corner, paint them in a corner because they will surprise you. Right. So I think if you like the Heat, you take them on the money line. Plus 140. Like, I don't think you take them plus three and a half is the point that I'm trying to make. But I think I am going to be on the Nuggets, even though maybe it feels like a desperation spot for Miami at home. Because one thing we have learned from these NBA finals is that 
you can't overreact too much game to game because look at that first half in game one. The Nuggets mm-hmm. look like this was going to be an absolute sweep. Like there was going to be no stopping the Denver Nuggets. But in game two, we saw the Miami Heat go on the road and take a game from a Nuggets team that never loses at home. So I think that you got to be careful overreacting. So maybe the Heat in the yeah. first half, but still, I'm going to be on the Nuggets in the full game. Chelsea, here's the thing. If you're the Miami Heat, you know your backs are against the wall here. They've been in this situation before. Jimmy Butler continues, whenever you hear him speak, very confident. Coach Spo was asked about the task at hand, the work that this team has to do, and had a pretty good answer, very introspective about it. I've said this during this playoff run, the more experience you have, uh, the more perspective you have about how difficult this really is. Uh, these are extremely difficult challenges and you know you end up being even more grateful you know for the opportunities to compete at the highest level that's what we all want this is the stage that you want to be able to compete and have everything decided between those four lines and find out you know how how, uh, your team stacks up now he's ready to stack up against the nuggets jimmy butler he says that it's time for everyone to step up and he in particular has to step up because as he goes, the team goes. Obviously, I expect to win. Um, but what makes me proud is these guys are never out of the fight. Um, they're so joyful um, because we're in this thing together through good and through bad. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of my guys for that. I love my guys for that. So tomorrow we're going to come out with a lot more energy. We're going to compete at a high level. And um, we're going to get one at home. I think Jimmy Butler's got in my head. I should just lay it with the nuggets like you were talking about and follow that trend. It's just that every time I listen to Jimmy Butler, I'm like, I don't know, playoff Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy, Chelsea. Even though that soundbite didn't sound as concretely confident as he Mm -hmm. normally sounds. Because when I heard the middle of the quote, you had me in the first half, not going to lie, Jimmy. I thought you were giving the honorable mention like, well, I just really love my team. Win or lose, I really love right. these guys. But at the very end, he said, and that's why we're going to win. And we're going to win one at home. So I was a little thrown off by, you know, the wishy-washiness of this quote. Because normally Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler is very, very confident in what he says. And he makes no bones about it. But still, the confidence level is going to be there. But I don't think it matters when you're going against the Nuggets. We've had this conversation a thousand times during the NBA Mm -hmm. postseason. It feels like the Nuggets are a different caliber of opponent and the most consistent Mm -hmm. opponent. Like, when are we going to see a bad game from Nicole Yogesh? I don't think we do. And when I listen to that Eric Spolster quote, I think this sounds like a man who has been playing against Nicole Yogesh. When you say, man, this is just really hard. Yeah. (laughs) What it sounds like (laughs) when you watch Nicole Yogesh, he is undefendable. So for me, it has been a nice run for the Miami Heats, but mm-hmm. I feel like the dependable consistency of the Denver Nuggets wins out in this game and the NBA Finals. I, I'm excited about the coaching adjustments. This has been a bit of a chess match where in game two, the Miami Heat did a nice job of sort of mitigating Nikola Jokic's ability to get everyone else involved. And then... The Nuggets responded in game three. And what they did was get Nikola Jokic back to where 
He is distributing the basketball. And that's really, he's going to get his points. He's going to get his rebounds because he's so nimble, even though he doesn't look that way. But I don't know if I've ever seen a big man who sees the floor as incredibly, as clearly as he does. When he turns, he can make a pass on a dot. He almost sees it before he t- before he makes the pass. He anticipates where players are going to be. And when he does that because he commands so much attention, Chelsea, that's what makes the Nuggets so dangerous. So it's, it's difficult to make Nikola Jokic two-dimensional instead of three-dimensional. You can't have him put up a triple-double. I want to see how Coach Spo tries to do that tonight. Yeah, good luck, brother. Good luck, brother. It is hard. It's wild to me that I had the thought of thinking, oh, my God, Nikola Jokic is on the level of Patrick Mahomes when it comes to passing. The instant connection (laughs) that you've seen him have with some of these players that don't even play that much. The connection you saw with Christian Brown that last game. Yeah. Chef's kiss. What a passer. What a guy. Oh, what a guy. Good guy. FaceTiming with his horses after the game, like Kevin Durant said. Who doesn't love a guy like that? For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.